and welcome to The Splendid Mess. I'm your host, Amanda Clark, and with me today, I have Melanie Abbott. Hi. Welcome. Thank you for joining us today. Thanks for having me. Um, I'd like to start by asking you, what's a defining moment in your life? Um, the defining moment that I think, um, there's several, but the one that I want to talk about today is the moment that I realized that I needed to forgive the man who was driving the vehicle that killed my husband. Oh my gosh. Um, in 2009, um, I was at work and a firefighter came in and asked me if I knew my husband's name. And I said, yeah, kind of. And, um, Long story short, somebody had ran a stop sign at Division Road in 135 wow. and hit his driver's side door, um, almost killing him instantly, broke his neck, ruptured his aorta, um, left me at home with one child together and four children uh, that were his. And, you know, there's different stories that go around and there's different um, things that people say and everybody talks. Social media wasn't huge then. It was just coming out. But people were still talking. Right. And so taking myself out of that. Mm -hmm. um, but then you still have family who are smack in the middle of it. Right. Um, and um, fast forward several years and I... Um, have been with my husband now for several years and we were laying in bed one night and I was scrolling through Facebook, social media, right. And seeing a name that after all these years recognized and was like, how do I know that name? And he goes, what are you talking about? And I was like, how do I know that name? And my cousin had posted it. I posted something and tagged him in it. Okay. And so I reached out to my cousin who I'm not real close with. It's like a second cousin or something okay. like that. And um, he got back with me the next morning and he said, that's a really good buddy of mine. Why? And I said, that was the gentleman who was driving the vehicle that hit and killed your, oh your, your, your cousin Jim. And he was like, are you kidding me? He goes, he has told me that story multiple times and not put two and two together. Really? So um, I asked him to ask this man if I could reach out to him and he happily obliged and we met for coffee really and um him and his wife and me and my husband and pretty much just told him that um I got his side of the story because after all these years right. you know we we'd heard everybody else's theories and opinions but getting actually his side of the story and how it affected him and his family and his life and then just to be able to say you know you didn't intentionally kill my husband right you did not murder anybody this was not manslaughter this was an accident and god already forgave you a long time ago and there's no reason why i should be holding on to this either and so right then and there we said a prayer with him and i offered him god's forgiveness and we now speak on a regular basis. Do you really? We've had dinner with him and his wife a couple of times. He invited us to his 40th birthday party. Oh, that's <laughs> yeah. incredible. So I didn't mean to bring tears to your eyes. <laughs> I know. I'm over here trying not to cry. <laughs> so what What led you down that path? That couldn't have been easy to no. do with that all those years. Has he reached out at any point prior? No. To that? Okay. So what? what got you... What got you to that point? Like, what what was that journey like? 
for you to get there. From the time of the accident to meeting him. I carried a lot of bitterness and a lot of hatred. Um, Not only for him and the other people involved, um, but for my husband. And so I was just kind of like, you know, how could he leave me with all of this? And um, even after he died, I mean, I lost him in September and the kids who I had raised who were his got taken from me in November by their mother um, who had been there sporadic their entire lives. I was, I was the constant, like she was not. And so facing that and then losing them and then his whole side of the family just pretty much disowned us. um, It was rough. It was rough. And um, until I finally had made that decision that I'm not going to do this by myself anymore. I can't do this by myself anymore and turn life back to God. And I wouldn't be, I wouldn't have been able to do it without God during, there's no way. Um, he's the one that given me the strength to do it. He's the one that told me to do it. Um, and when you have a relationship with Jesus Christ and it gets, you know, you're in the thick of it. All you got to do is listen. And if you listen and obey, you know, our pastor says, O equals B, obedience equals blessings. And mm-hmm. so when you That's obey, you, you get blessed. And we have definitely been blessed by this family. So that is amazing. And what a relief that had to have been for him. Yeah. To be able to let go of some of that guilt. Yeah. After all, because he didn't years. have it easy. He didn't have it easy. He didn't get behind the wheel of a vehicle for two years. Really? Um, he had, he lost his oldest child. Um, his mother, her, that child's mother took them away from him Ugh. because she's was, wow. you know, everybody said, well, that was manslaughter and da, 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 da. And, you know, I mean, it, it is what it is. People overreact sometimes when it comes to situations and they listen to social media and right. everybody else and don't take in the bigger picture. So, right. Well, yeah. it sounds like, there are blessings there on both sides oh, yeah. for yeah. you to be able to let go of that weight and to relieve the weight from him as well. Yeah. That's incredible. His wife is just a sweetheart too. So we get along so well. That's so neat. <laughs> That's not a common, oh, you no. don't hear that no. happening very often. No. That's amazing. So, yeah. So why, when I asked you for a defining moment, why was that the one that stood out the most to you? Um, since we talked, I have been praying about this and that is the one that I really have been, um, I feel like God has given me that I need to, um, I've had, like I said, I've had several defining moments, um, you know, being a widow at 29 and, um, then losing my son to, or my husband in a car accident, my stepson to a car accident. Um, we just recently lost, we lost both of my, my husband now's grandparents and, and his dad. Um, all in the last like three or four years. Um, that's the one that, that was the defining moment for me that I knew my relationship with God had grown. Okay. I, I knew that I had grown as a Christian. I knew that I had grown as a person. Um, but that also has opened up so many other avenues. Um, you know, not only for our family, um, especially having a daughter with some mental health issues and stuff. Um, having that forgiveness, God forgave us. Why should I not forgive other people, you know, for no matter what the sin is, um, and a sin is a sin is a sin, no matter what it is. So, 
um, you know, if you can allow yourself and put your, if you can put yourself aside long enough to be able to see the bigger picture and to be able to see what other people may be going through, forgiveness can be such a weight, especially when you do it through God, such a weight lifted. So it's, it's an amazing feeling. So, but that is the one, the big one in the last probably 10 years that That has been super huge. So, so what do you hope? And I'm going to ask, this is kind of going to be a two part question. What do you hope that someone can gain from listening to you, to this, for you sharing this very personal moment? What do you hope that they can gain from that? And can you also kind of tell us, you know, you mentioned all of these incredibly hard losses Mm -hmm. recently. How do you find the strength? to keep going and getting through that. Okay. Um, I guess if I could have anybody gain anything, it would be do not sell yourself short. Um, Even if you think you cannot do it, you're going to be able to do it as long as you do it with God. Um, Forgiveness, no matter the depth of it, um, is something that will open up your heart and your mind to all kinds of other things. And it really allows, um, Christ into, into your heart, um, more than what you ever could imagine. So, um, these other losses, um, around the time that my husband had died, I had lost nine people in six years. Um, aunt, I lost all four grandparents, a great grandmother, um, an uncle here or there, a pregnancy, um, and then my husband. And I feel like I kind of just floated through for a lot of years. Um, and then when I met my husband now, who has had such a great loss with his wife and two kids in the house fire, um, and our daughter being the only one that got out, that loss for them, I felt I went into this relationship with him thinking that I was going to help him because I was like seven years removed from losing my husband. And in reality, it was the other way around because I had buried all of it. Um, Him and I since have went through Grief Share, which is a a local based, can be locally based program within churches. Um, Any church can bring the program into their um, facility. Um, it's all biblical based. Um, that really, we've taken it like three times. Have you? Yeah. Um, it's something that you continue and you get something new from it every time. Um, they have like a surviving the holidays class really, just for, you know, going through the Thanksgiving and Christmas season in that. And, um, then they have, um, just different things about hope and, um, there's a, a lesson about grieving with children and, um, How amazing. we're even now like we're fill-ins for when they're on vacation really? and stuff now. Okay. So to run the class, but our family has been engulfed with grief for a lot of years, but I feel like we've come out stronger on the other end of it. Um, because we have had our faith in Christ and we have put everything in him and literally give everything to him. Um, has it been easy? Absolutely not. Do we have issues because of it? Absolutely. <laughs> what what family does? Right. Um, and that's something that I'm just now getting into is the mental health side 
of pairing mental health with grieving, especially in children. Um, I just attended a forum last night, a mental health forum down in Martinsville. Senator Bray was there. A lot of county county people were there. Um, there's nothing for right now. There's no. nothing for grieving children with mental health issues. Right. Um, and so um, the Hoosier Act, Action Task Force is trying to get together a mental health um, crisis team. So instead right. of calling 911, you call this call center hub. And from the call center hub, they dispatch out somebody who is trained in oh, mental really? health. And then that person can make the determination to either de-escalate or um, if you need medical attention, then you actually go to a mental health facility okay. that everybody could go to, you know, no matter of income, insurance or anything. Oh. Um, so, yeah, I feel like the county, at least, is doing what they can to try to get things, the ball rolling. Where they should be, yeah. um, And the state has been doing that also. So I really feel like this is something that... God has kind of put in place. Um, so well, it sounds um, like you're uniquely in a spot where you can help. Yeah. So um, the school has reached out to about having, have they? Okay. Um, just because we're, you know, with our wraparound team right. with, with our yes. daughter and stuff. Um, and we're going to do what we can. And I'm going to advocate for um, the, the grieving children because there's a lot, of, there's a lot of kids in our community that have lost parents and mm -hmm. you tie all that with the forgiveness too right and a lot of kids feel guilty I mean my daughter thinks that she murdered her mother when she did not just because it was an accident right um but she she holds that guilt and so kids need to know kids especially it's hard for adults to do it but it's even harder for kids to do it when they don't even understand it right so yeah that is incredible thank um, you you're welcome for sharing that couldn't have been easy, but <laughs> we're, pretty, we're pretty much an open book. Um, and, and we've had to be, um, because our story is so unique and our story is so, um, incredibly filled with blessings and, um, people need to know. And if, if you don't talk and you don't tell people, then people don't know. Very true. So, yeah. Well, thank yeah. you again. Thank you for listening to this episode. If you'd like even more content, you can find me at The Splendid Mess on Substack. I usually post something new there uh, just about every weekday. Music for this episode is by Music Unlimited from Pixabay. Until next week, keep embracing your splendid mess.